So if you could tell me a little bit about your background. Mm-hmm. So I am Borders uh, born and bred. I was brought up on a farm just outside Hoyk. I've studied at Heriot Watt University. Mm-hmm. I studied textile design. I took a year out before I went to uni because I didn't know what I wanted to do when I left the school. And then from uni, I stayed in the world of textiles. And when I was 25, I set up my first business with the Prince's Trust. And that was candles? No, originally it was retail, but it was for the interiors market, which is still something I'm really passionate about. And the candles were a product that I wanted to create. I've always been a creator and a designer. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to create a range that I could sell in my shop. So I'd started with the candles literally as like a a byproduct, just as a a sideline for the shop. Was there a choice behind logistics in terms of the candles? It was something I could do from home, which was after I had my first child, I shared the shop with a florist. So I was actually working from home. So it was something I could do around childcare, basically. Now, so that's how it started. You say home, yeah. what we were discussing before this, yeah. but the company itself Where started in... Well, slightly dilapidated caravan, <laughs> also known as home for a short period of time. <laughs> so yeah, so we took on our first self-build project and we lived in a caravan for the majority of the build and I'd started with the launch of the candles whilst I was pregnant with my second child, my son. So I was really early pregnant when I realised that the florist wanted to come out my shop. So I knew I couldn't take on the shop and self-build and be in a caravan mm-hmm. with a two-year-old and be pregnant. So I decided to start a business because, you know, why not? <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like Every you took time more, I relay but... that sentence, I think, <laughs> yep, you are mental. So the candles, I uh, got my range together. I picked, I had seven cents to start with and then put them online was my mm-hmm. first protocol. Um, so I did the Instagram account and my Facebook account and eventually did my e-commerce but that was slightly later but, but so social, social media, media was fast yeah sort of mm-hmm. propel you in the start uh, just from right from the start because it was a manufacturing process I felt Instagram because it's so visual there was a lot of imagery so I could use like during my manufacture during my label design like I mm-hmm. photographed all that process up right from where I started this business I had the attitude I wanted involvement I wanted my followers to know everything. Yes, it's. I think it's a challenge when you're selling something that smells great. Mm-hmm. You see perfume adverts on TV mm-hmm. and I can't smell what they're selling. So you have to use every other trick in the book you to do. sort of Hard put across the, what you are, the thought process behind the smell, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they can see the packaging and they can see the quality behind that so they can... Mm probably get a good idea of what the actual final result is going to be yeah. like. because until my product, like you say, until you can get it in front of a customer, once they can smell it, mm-hmm. it's so much easier. But the rest of the story has to be done through vision, which is quite hard. So when did you feel it was right to start opening up um, another shop? So from, this was in May 2015, was when I put my first seven candles and I put them in a local shop and I put them in our local post office in Denham and I did my first tabletop 
in this autumn of that year. Mm-hmm. So that was my biggest ever production. I made 30 candles. For, right. uh, that was a lot. When you were... I, had, yeah. um, I did it on... I was working off a pan in my kitchen, stroke caravan. I still like to call it a kitchen. <laughs> it's a glorified one area. So for me to do the 30 candles was quite a lot. And did my tabletop sale, went really well. And I did a couple of pop-up shops that first Christmas which was 2015, yeah. And from there, the following year, I was asked by a friend who was coming out of a shop in Melrose and she said, Leslie, you should go and have a look at this. There's a shop in Melrose. We're Mm -hmm. coming out, Dad's retiring. And I joked, I was like, Alex, we're still building the house. (laughs) Like, I really don't need a shop. She was like, no, 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 I think you should go and see it. Like, And I hadn't even really thought about opening up retail again. Yeah. But curiosity killed the cat, so I went to the shop. <laughs> um, and I remember walking down Melrose High Street and be about the, the summer the following year and um, looking in the window and thinking, oh, yeah, that would work. I could make that work. Right. So, yeah, so got in touch with the landlord and opened up in Melrose. And since then, it's been this you yeah, know, shop it's here. Yeah, kind of snowballed since then. Melrose was the first big leap. Mm-hmm. Um, so I signed that lease in the July. I did my first trade show in the September. So that grew the wholesale side of the business. So you expanded out over Scotland. So yeah. You're, yeah, you're based all over all yeah. over the, the landscape. Mm-hmm. So my first trade show, I was in an area called the Launch Gallery. Mm-hmm. So it's for new businesses. So you get it at a reduced rate and they set up your stand that basically it doesn't involve much work. So for startups, it's absolutely brilliant and they make quite a fuss of the new businesses right. to their current network, everyone which likes, is great. Everyone likes what's new what's and new. interesting, yeah. Um, so that was such a help for me, basically. I'd worked at trade shows before, but I'd never exhibited mm-hmm. my own range and my own products. So I did the autumn one and then I also did the one in January, which is a much, much bigger fair, is the spring fair in January. And can you see a, a difference each time you go to these? Yeah, the and it's now... Just... The, so I've done three now. The second one, the first biggest one that I did, mm-hmm. we won uh, gold for best product. Very good. a nice little... yeah smiley faced <laughs> photograph of me with a certificate got to love a certificate <laughs> on Instagram straight yeah <laughs> straight on Instagram yeah definitely because it was know, it, absolutely, that, yeah. it always feels like a joint effort you know I need my customers and they mm-hmm. need I need their support whether it's I've run loads of stuff on Instagram. I named my candle making machine competition. I've done name the scent. Right. If I'm brainstorming and can't figure Quite an out, engaged audience. yeah, really yeah. engaged. And people love to get involved. I couldn't believe how many people chipped in a name for the candle <laughs> machine. I mean, Ruby Wax was one of the best ones. <laughs> um, she did eventually get christened Candy, the candle maker. I think was one of the other ones. But as long as it's not Boaty McBoatface, no. Right. Well, that, it was Boaty McBoatface that made us think. Well, that went viral, and I'm still devastated and call that shit Boaty McBoatface because it should have been. I think it's a cop off calling the yeah, life. If you, if you put it forward, you've got to accept the consequences. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you put that on the, of course. What what else were the Scottish going to pick? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so what I wanted to focus on today, you've got a, a sort of upcoming push next year, I believe, to move more into the e-commerce. I have. To sort of help grow your business that way. Yeah. I wanted to discuss some of the sort of planning and logistics that have gone into it so far, mm-hmm. what your sort of thoughts are 
maybe to help someone else who's in that same position mm-hmm. get an idea of what it takes or what you, you're undertaking, basically. Yeah. So originally my e-commerce platform, um, I set up myself. I did it on quite a basic platform template because I was starting to get requests on my social media, where can I buy? Or I was given one as a gift, can I buy one from you online? So I put up the sense online basic platform and it's worked well it's done fine but as my business has grown and the accounting system's grown and my stock management system's grown I'm now looking at much more in-depth systems Mm -hmm. so my original platform was great and it has been great but I knew or still know because it's work in progress that for me to grow next year I needed help and support so I found it difficult going to speak to web developers like anybody that was involved in systems because of the sales. So they, because it's their business and their company, they obviously wanted to sell me a yeah. platform and sell me the tail system, but I was still at the stage that I just wanted information. I needed to know what would work to my business and I found yeah. it quite hard to talk to somebody that was unbiased. <laughs> So you wanted to make an informed decision. I wanted to make an informed decision because there's so many different systems out there, which are amazing. Mm -hmm. But when you're a small business, you don't have a lot of time and capital to invest in getting it wrong. So I got in touch with Business Gateway and my Business Gateway representative is Sandra Campbell. And she sat down and I said, look, this is what I want. This is what I found. I know I'm needing the next stage before I can grow my business. Mm -hmm. Um... Who can I speak to? And she suggested the Digital Boost system. So there's right. a whole cluster of classes that are assigned to Digital Boost. And also when you're slightly further on, which I am, I've got enough knowledge of the systems to know what I want. So you're at the stage now where you know what you want and you're now looking actively yeah. looking to find... So have you gone back to those salespeople? Not yet, because I've been assigned a consultant through the Digital Boost program, which has been brilliant. So mm-hmm. he's a um, technologies and systems expert who comes down from Glasgow. Very useful to have. Which is very <laughs> useful to have. So yeah, it's been brilliant. So I've had my first meeting with him and then that's allowed me to make a plan. I feel like I've got somebody beside me mm-hmm. that can help and assist. So when I do go to the next stage, which is basically we're going to write a brief and we've looked at different platforms and I can make an informed decision that, right, definitely, and I think we're 90% sure that I'm going with Shopify, it ticks all the boxes that mm-hmm. I'm looking for, and then then we can go to the next stage of development. So you, you sort of set up so that, to, to a point where you know what to expect? Yeah. As much as you can, you can't know the No, you can't, you can't know but everything, no. You've done a lot of groundwork mm-hmm. and you've sought help where you need it. I have to ask the translation between that sort of technical side that presumably he's helping you with. Mm-hmm. Has it? Have you managed to get get a handle on it, or or, or just enough to the point where you are satisfied? I've been able to get a handle on it because I'm quite technical. I set up my books and account system on zero, um, so I knew I wanted it to integrate into like my current systems that mm-hmm. I've got, and I knew how I wanted the stock management system to run through various former jobs basically looking at stock and stock management and I just needed to know that I could have a platform and a foundation so as I grow it will grow as well Mm -hmm. I don't want to relook at this in like six months time and think well that's not working so (laughs) 
need to do something else, need to do something else. I needed it to get to the stage. So the data for the two shops was all coming into one place. Whereas just now so you it's can quite quickly review where yeah, you are. Yeah. And also on the on the other side, I believe it's called the front end, I could be wrong. Yeah. The customer finds a really simple System. interface. Yeah. yeah. So they can mm-hmm. they can interact with very easily. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Right. It okay. <laughs> and because we're based so the website's based out of my Melrose shop and we are quite a small business, so we don't have stock allocated for web mm-hmm. because it would sit, it could sit. It's, it's, I need to be yeah. able to sell it to the customers that are coming over my shop door. So it, the stock has multiple outlays of sales. So you haven't so differentiated need, just yet between no, online and through no, the shop? it's all together. But I need to be able to eventually separate it. Mm-hmm. And I've physically got the space um, to do it, but financially I still like almost stock on the shop floor so all my customers can see it so just yes. now it's um it's mainly retail led from the shop floor it sounds like it's getting your systems in order so that you're not going to be looking at it next year and thinking I'm going to have to go back to, to square one yep you can adjust things as needs be mm-hmm. but you're not the the basic idea is not yeah. a bad one <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. so basically we're using pen and paper just now got to love a pen and paper <laughs> you don't need to save pen and paper it saves yeah, itself it's great <laughs> there's no cloud <laughs> um, you can draw one around there. yeah I'll draw the girls a cloud that'll be good right put that on the cloud uh, it works and it's worked well the business has grown fast so there has been systems being put in place that have been the quickest, cheapest, most efficient thing that can be done at the time, which I do think is what happens when you're starting up. But for going forward, the system needs to be improved. And for anyone perhaps looking at that sort of move, mm-hmm. what stage did you get to before you felt you needed to do that? What was the marker for you? If you're because you were presumably at a certain point you were very small and you didn't yeah. need this, this system. Basically, I'm starting to spend too much time. double handling data so a lot of it is time management and just making more efficient so it takes my time if I'm running my business I'm not growing it Mm -hmm. so when you start up well before you even take off you've got this luxury of everything's development and everything's Mm -hmm. growth because you're not actually running a business yet whereas when you do take the plunge and start you end up running a business so I'm very aware through the assistance of my coach, that can't get involved too much in the day-to-day and need to create systems and growth that that can run on its own or run with a member of staff. And then that allows me my time back Mm -hmm. to take the business forward, which is what I'm meant to be doing. Yes, I think that's absolutely key. Um, I I guess you have to, at a certain point, let go and know that your systems and staff are are more than competent. I think Mm -hmm. in a lot of scenarios, the staff are more than competent. Yeah. But perhaps the manager's not quite there yet. I know, and I've actually, I do hear that a lot. People say, oh, they don't want to let go. I can't get rid quick enough. <laughs> I'm always on the text to my girl saying, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you have this? Can you can you organise this for me? Can you? So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get rid of stuff off my desk. It means that I can spend time doing the parts of the business that is relying on me. So I am main sales team, main Mm -hmm. sales force. Um, I speak to the main customers on the wholesale side and then it filters down into production and admin, but it's still me that's taking it forward, basically. 
And I'm, I think I know the answer to this question. Is that the part of the business that you most enjoy? I do. I, I do like to talk. On the wholesale side, I enjoy talking. Most of my customers are independents. So we sell... We're an independent company, sell to another independent company. So it's quite yeah. often owner to owner. So we, I get a lot of conversations with other business owners. So it benefits us both. You both speak the same yeah, language. Both speak the same. Yeah. And I like that it's, we can work together. So I have the retail side of my business. So for the manufacturer side, I can test products in my retail sector. Mm-hmm. And if they work and they sell in the candle sense going well, I can then feed that back to my wholesale customers and say, look, I've had this in the shop for six months. It did great. It'll be fine. This is the one I'm running like next year type thing. So it is is good. It gives my wholesale customers the reassurance and I feel comfortable selling knowing that they'll get their sale through and they do. They're confident that you're invested in your products as much as they are. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I'd like to ask you kind of stepping back to take a look at the borders as a whole, mm-hmm. what you think it takes to make a business work, but specifically in this area? Communication, definitely, especially from startup point of view. You do need to learn fast and you will make mistakes, but you have to kind of, it's how quickly you get up and fix them or change and noticing that it's okay to change and it's okay to make a mistake. We said just prior to the interview, mm-hmm. it's there's a lot of... The Borders community is amazing and it's great that everybody knows everybody, but at the same time, it causes a lot of anxiety to step out the comfort zone Mm -hmm. because if people feel that they might fail or it might not work or it's not worked... It'll go on record. Yeah, it goes on record and the communication shuts down. So the minute the communication shuts down, then so does the help. So it's up to... And you mean communication with your customers? With customers, with Business Gateway, with your bank, with... There's so many people, even if you're a one-man startup, mm-hmm. you can create a network round about that. You don't need to have an army of 10 to start with. Nobody hardly ever does. So it's about trying to balance that help and getting help through Business Gateway or... Or your peers, your talk to your friends, especially if you're bringing a product to market. You know, I, I put, test, test, I, the water, test, yeah. test, 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 test. Talk, 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 talk. That's the only way you'll find out any sort of proper information mm-hmm. is by getting in front of people. And if it's not right, well, don't run it. Move yeah. on. Yeah, but I do think people, as a whole in this area, are quite cautious on opinion. Yeah, seek feedback, but potentially don't let it hold you back if you believe in your idea yeah. enough. And you will find when you start, and I did, because I had to, if you ask people that are too close, they say it's nice because they're your (laughs) mum. So I remember saying, mum, I need to know, like, I'm fine. Is this, is this, this, I like this. Do you like it? (laughs) Well, oh, I'm, oh, I'm actually, I'm not really that sure, dear. So that's fine. This is that you, I need your, I need all opinions, not just the ones that, Make me feel nice inside. I need. I need to know everything. Yeah, they want the best for you, though. They so do. I can see they where do. That comes so from. you do have to. You have to put a business head on as well. So don't. You know, stretch out your warm network. Speak to a customer that's never you've never interacted with, and then you get a proper true because they're confident yeah. enough to tell you, and you're confident enough to ask. 
But I would say add to that, perhaps don't let one negative experience. No, not at all. um, Not at all. There's always going to be someone that's going to tear into you. Yep. And that is a natural trait for anybody that's passionate about something is to home in on that one customer (laughs) that didn't like a certain thing for some reason or... But you have to move on and look at the majority and you need to... I'm quite a visual person, so Mm -hmm. usually in my office I've got a lot of visuals of what I want the company to look like, where I want the business to be, things that we've achieved so far in the past. So I have my first candle range up on my wall as a reminder where my branding was when I first started compared Mm -hmm. to what it is now. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes really important to look back at what you've already achieved as a marker and acknowledgement before you always look forward. Yeah. Because I always look forward. I always want to do what I'm doing tomorrow, not what I did yesterday. Yes. But, it's a good way of doing it, but don't forget. Yeah. Uh, it's an overused phrase, don't forget where you came from. No, it's true. But, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up here with my, one of my final questions, which yeah. is, uh, if you could add one thing to the Scottish Borders to help grow your business, what do you think it would be? And I'll give you godlike powers when you answer this question. <laughs> Oh, just, you know, the usual unlimited budget in all areas of <laughs> development, marketing, strategy team, web team. Web team, <laughs> Free <perfect>. stuff. <laughs> Is that my godlike powers? So realistically. That's a great use of godlike powers, by the way. <laughs> thanks, thanks. I just want everything, why not? If I'm getting godlike powers, I might as well go over the whole lot. Bruce Almighty style. I think there is a need and I would think it's definitely getting recognised. There seems to be a lot more in the press Um, just in the last few weeks about the strength and what can be achieved through a women in business network Mm -hmm. and that's something I'm really passionate about because I do believe there is a lot of people that I've got an idea I've got the plunge but lacking in the confidence so the startup is there and the support but it's just Mm -hmm. the reach out it's the talking to peers it's talking like I've still, I still have a mentor, of course I do, because mm-hmm. I've got a long way to go. But at the same time, I'm much further on than what some people are. So I think there's a definitely a need for communication amongst... Is it like a resource, more resources? Is it yeah. more like a cultural shift? Just I think a one place to go. The Chamber of Commerce um, has now got a new chair, so they're going to be looking to change to create, hopefully, like this one-stop shop. Business Mm -hmm. Gateway is brilliant. There's loads there on offer. But I do find that people find it even intimidating to take the plunge to even Mm -hmm. go into the likes of Business Gateway, which is insane because they're open and they're there 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 for that. But I do think there's a lot of, and it's probably a borders mentality of, oh, well, have you spoke to so-and-so? Because they've done that. And then the instant reassurance is, oh, well, if they've done that, then maybe I could do that. Which is insane when you start to like talk it out. But I do think there is a need for a group or a one-stop shop or some sort of easy, accessible information for Mm -hmm. especially growing your business. The network that I speak to every day, we've been trading for maybe three, five, ten years. So we're actually past the startup stage. So we're needing the scale up stage. We need the bridge between us and like almost like the central belt because there's the depth in the central belt of businesses. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, 
everybody kind of gets into a nice comfort zone and it's like, oh, that's fine. Well, I've got a nice wee business and it's ticking away. And da, 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 da. Whereas I think if there was encouragement and proper support to take it to the next level, it would impact the borders as a whole. You would start to see more success stories of businesses coming from the, coming from the borders yeah. and, and expanding out. Yeah, or just the, or expanding in the borders. Mm-hmm. There's definitely that gap. I had to source it myself. I knew I'd established, I'd done the hard bit. I got it off the ground. I'd been trading for two years. And then I was kind of like, right, well, how do I take it to the next stage? What the next level mm-hmm. uh, turnover? So there definitely is. And the Scottish enterprise is brilliant, but you've got to turn over quite a bit. So there's quite there's still a lot fall in mm-hmm. between startup and Scottish enterprise level. So that part there, there's a hundred percent a gap in the market. Hopefully, it doesn't take someone with godlike powers. To, no, to but godlike powers would be so much better. Maybe I should phone Boris and ask him if I can borrow his not so godlike powers. Yeah, maybe they <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, we'll leave it there, with Leslie. Thank, thank you very time. much. Thank you. Thank you.